This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to talk about how to communicate boundaries. Now, we did an episode not too long ago on establishing priorities and setting boundaries. So if you haven't listened to that episode, we encourage you to do so before this one, but you can probably follow along to this one as well. That one goes more in depth with how we can decide for ourselves what our priorities are. Today, we're going to talk more about how to actually communicate those boundaries once you've set them for yourself to other people. Of course, this will be somewhat influenced by our current pandemic, but this will be relevant to any time, even if we're not going through a pandemic. We'll just talk about some verbiage and strategies to use when you know that you need something specific or you need to set a boundary for some reason. We wanted to do this episode because recently I had an experience due to COVID-19 where I was feeling overwhelmed and struggling with creating my own boundaries myself. Typically, in my regular daily life, pre-COVID-19, I have set really nice boundaries for myself. I'm really good at communicating them. But when my daily life shifted, so did my boundaries. They had to shift. And I had to go through this whole process again of creating and communicating my boundaries. So I really wanted to do this episode because... I was, have, I was struggling with it personally, and, and I figured if I was struggling with it, I couldn't be alone, and other people had to be struggling with it too. So the experience I had is right now I am working from home, and I'm a speech pathologist, so I've shifted all of my in-person one-on-one therapy sessions to online therapy sessions. I'm seeing all these kids online, and it's just very different for me. There's a lot of different things I have to do. There's a lot more planning that goes into it. There's a lot more, you know, just brain space that was being taken up by this job that typically only takes up a little bit of brain space because I've been doing it for a while. I've got it. So now that something has changed, more of my brain space is being taken up. I actually made a post the other day about this on our Instagram. You can take a peek at what my brain literally looked like <laughs> at that moment. And what was happening, it was about two weeks into doing shelter in place. And so everyone's emotions in my life were really high. A lot of people were going through a lot of different things and a lot of emotions were being had. A lot of stories were needing to be shared and advice being given and support needed to be had with my friends. And so because my brain space was being taken up so much by my work, I didn't have much to give to my friends. So my friends and my family were texting me during the day, trying to communicate with me, making sure everything was okay, telling me stories, which typically, oh my gosh, that's fine during breaks with kids. Like I'm very happy to text and um, do that. But at this time, I didn't have the mental capacity to give to my friends and my family. And I was feeling very guilty for that. I was feeling, oh my gosh, why shouldn't, why can't I be there for my friends? I'm typically really good at this. They need me. This is a priority. And I was doing too much and I couldn't balance myself. So one day Trisha had texted me about something and I gave my all what I could, but we usually talk on the weekend. So that weekend when I talked to her on the phone, I said, I had a really tough day on Wednesday. I kept on hearing a lot about from other people about different things and I didn't have the mental capacity to 
give what I needed to. So I told her, I know that was something that was really important to you, but I need to create a boundary of not checking my phone during the workday because it's overwhelming me and I'm ending up at the end of the day really drained. And Trisha, you, you were so responsive to that. You were so great. And you even went even further to say, hey, totally fine. I won't even text you during the day because I don't want to put that um, pressure on you to answer. So it's now like a couple weeks after that instance, but I feel way better. And because Trisha was so accommodating and understanding, I was able to fulfill my boundary really nicely. Yeah, so a lot of, there are a lot of thoughts on that. One thing that's worth bringing up is since everyone is experiencing a shift in their day-to-day, it is important that we learn to adjust and reestablish our boundaries like Molly said she had to do for herself. Now enough time has passed that I think many of us have gotten into a rhythm with this new lifestyle, but things change every day, and so it is important that we are giving ourselves a routine, giving ourselves boundaries, and so going back to Molly's example, when I had texted her about something very personal and something I was very upset about, and her answer was like, oh, that stinks, or something very unlike Molly, it was just like, oh, she doesn't care, it was on me to perspective take and think, okay, I don't think Molly hates me, I think she's probably overwhelmed, and that ended up being the case, but it really helped me that she explained that to me. And it also helped me that she provided a solution. She didn't say, don't talk to me ever again. Don't text me about your problems. It was her saying, I am busy during the day. I don't have the mental capacity. So one thing to point out is that everyone's emotions are heightened right now. No matter what you're going through or how you're handling this situation, we all have anxieties and concerns and adjustments that we didn't have before to varying degrees and so we all have a free pass right now to say look this is what I need in this scenario and I think we're at a collectively heightened level of empathy because we are all navigating something so new that in my opinion people have been more responsive to your stating emotional needs and there have been there's been more leeway there there always should be. We should always respect each other's boundaries, but right now it's really important, especially if this is something that's new to you, it is a great time to practice putting into place these boundaries because people will be even more receptive to them than ever before. I actually had another situation at work where my supervisor emailed me and asked if we could make our meeting an extra half an hour longer. And typically I would feel really guilty with saying, I don't know, like, I have a lot of work to do, but right away I felt so much more space to say, no, that's my time, I need to get outside, I'm sorry, I can't. I don't even think I said I'm sorry, that's another episode we did, but I said, I'm, I can't, I need to get outside during that time, our typical time will work fine for me. But I had, I felt like I had the permission to do that because of this collective space we're all sharing right now with this new strange experience. So just like Trisha said, this is the time to practice it. This is the time to do it because you're going to get the most support. And hopefully when this is all over, this will continue into real other life. Yeah, if you practice now, then when we get out of all this, you'll have that reinforcement of being able to communicate your boundaries and it won't feel quite as scary. 
So let's talk about, we have a little framework to share with how you can structure these conversations to make them flow pretty easily and avoid any hurt feelings or discomfort. So the first thing you always want to do, well, first and foremost, establish your boundaries for yourself. If you are not clear in your boundaries, it's going to be impossible for you to communicate them. So whether that means you don't want your roommates turning on the news every night because it stresses you out. That's a boundary you may have. Maybe you don't want to talk about the pandemic with certain friends because you have opposing views on it. That's a boundary you have. Maybe you don't want to be texted during your workday because it stresses you out. That's a boundary. Figure out what things in your life you can adjust and help have other people adjust in their communication to you that would make your life easier and make this whole situation better. So be clear in your head, but then when you bring this up to your friend, the first thing you want to do is acknowledge where they're coming from and, of course, as we always say, take their perspective. So, for example, if you're having this conversation with someone, let's say someone is talking on and on and on about why they don't believe coronavirus is, or why they don't believe that social distancing is important and you believe that it is, and you know that it will damage the friendship if you keep going on and on about that and you're getting upset. So one thing you can do is start by acknowledging where they're coming from, saying, look, I understand your perspective. I see why you feel that way, or if you don't see why they feel that way, saying, I respect your opinion. I acknowledge where you're coming from. Even just, I hear you. Or if it's in a case like with with me talking to Molly, where I was saying something personal, Molly could say, I really appreciate that you reached out to me and value my opinion as your friend, but, and then go into your feelings. So first you want to acknowledge where they're coming from, and then you can chime in with your feelings and say, I totally understand where you're coming from and your opinion, however, I think completely differently. For me, this is not about the numbers or statistics. For me, this is really about my loved ones who have been getting sick. And so I think it would be helpful for our friendship if we refrain from talking about our theories about the virus. So that provides first an acknowledgement of the other person's perspective, second, your feelings on the matter, and then third, most importantly, you want to include some relatively objective measure to set the boundary. If you just say, I need some space, for example, what does that mean? How will your friend know how to respond? If you say, I need a few hours to think about this, I need two hours to think about this, then they know, okay, two hours, that's a finite amount of time. Or with Molly, in my case, for example, she said during the workday was tough to text her. She didn't say, please don't ever text me again with your problems. She gave me a specific boundary. And so having a specific measure is really going to help your friend. There's so much room for ambiguity if you don't do that. And there's so many ways it can come across to the different person in a way that you don't want to. This whole process is to make people more understanding of each other and make relationships better. So if we don't do any part of that kind of formula that Trisha and I just explained, it can be detrimental to the relationship. 
So say we don't say something about perspective taking or acknowledging their feelings. It become it might come off, you know, as selfish of I need to do this, period. It's really important to again acknowledge the other person's feelings. If we don't share where we're coming from and say, I get what you're doing, but you need to stop texting me, that also is harsh and it, it doesn't convey your thoughts and feelings as well. And then if you're not clear with your boundary that you need, there's so many different stories the other person can make up in their head of what all of this means. So all three of those pieces of the formula, quote unquote, are so important. And I really do want to reiterate what Trisha said, making the last one super specific. Because if you don't, it's... It's just, it's not good. I've said that 12 times. It's just <laughs> leaving too it's much something room that needs in, to. Yeah. You don't want to leave too much room. You don't want to leave too much open for interpretation because if, for example, mm-hmm. Molly said, oh my gosh, I'm just so overwhelmed with everyone coming to me with their problems. I just need some space. Then how would I react to that? Oh, Molly doesn't want to be my friend. Molly doesn't want to help me through this. I'm so alone that I'm going to start feeling lonely. I'm going to feel like I have no one to turn to. I'm going to think I'm going to second guess myself when I go to other friends. Do they not want to hear my problems either? And then it's going to make me fearful to bring up my issues to Molly, which is something that, that I rely on. That's just how our friendship is. We talk to each other about things. And so to not have that resource, that would be really harmful to me. And if she's not specific in where she's coming from and what we can do to rectify the situation, then I'm going to probably make it all about myself and have hurt feelings versus by explaining, by making it very clear and explaining, this is why that is stressing me out. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me and my mental capacity right now. And then telling me how we can still make it work. Again, she didn't say, don't ever talk to me again. She just said for this window during the day, it would be helpful if I don't receive any texts, or if you do text me, just know that I'm not going to respond to you right away. And that's important. And so some other examples, if you, again, if you have different opinions about the virus or about anything, and you say, look, I'd rather not talk politics with you, that's fine. You don't have to engage in conversations that make you uncomfortable you can, I mean, sometimes it's healthy and helpful to engage in those conversations that make us uncomfortable. So that this is not meant to be an excuse for escaping any situation that's not 100% ideal for you. But if you know that it's detrimental to your friendship and you can't handle that for whatever reason, it's important to communicate that instead of silently nodding along with your while your friend states their opinion that you don't agree with and internally starting to resent them. It's really worth it for the friendship to speak up and say, look, I really respect your opinion, but I don't want to talk about that right now. And I I feel like sometimes the silent route is one that a lot of people take too, for reasons that, you know, there could be multiple reasons, you know, one being I feel guilty for having, wanting to express my boundaries. They should be able to talk about this, la di da di da or even they should know my boundary. They should stop talking about this. They should respect this. But if you haven't communicated it, they don't know what your boundary is. So that could also be something happening right now in in today's new normal. Um, People aren't actually communicating their boundaries in a clear way. So 
or just communicating the boundaries at all. So that's just even backing it up even more. You have to communicate it because if not, um, nobody knows what's going on and there's going to be a lot more turmoil in your daily life and that's not what we need right now. Yeah, and I think once one person communicates their boundaries, it opens the door for the other person to feel more comfortable doing the same. So, for example, every I'm at home with my parents right now, and almost every night at dinner we talk about the news and we talk about how sad it is and we talk about how scary it is, and that's hard to maintain a positive perspective, but I try to do what I can and know that my parents need to talk about that. But then the other day, my mom was having like a really great day, and she had this great work meeting, and we started talking about the stats and she said no I just want to talk I don't want to get into that tonight I just want to think about positive things so she clearly communicated her boundaries said look I don't want to talk about that tonight and we said okay and we talked about something else and it was great and so then it opened the door for me to think oh wow I don't really have to engage in these conversations when I don't want to they will understand if I say look I'm in a really good mood I don't want to talk about that or maybe I'm in a really sad mood. I don't feel like getting up and playing that game right now. Or whatever it is, you're okay to express that. And that's really the point of all this. And when you just know that when you step into your confident self and you acknowledge this is what I need, you're giving other people permission to do the same because they might just be scared to do it themselves. Leading by example. Yeah, the more people that do it, the more permission you're going to have to do it yourself and more models you're going to have. And I don't know if that, like, the way your mom did it, Trisha, kind of opened your eyes like, oh, I can do that too, like you just said. I think that's, again, all permission. Um, I'm kind of thinking out loud myself too. I think my mom's done this, but just not in a clear and concise way. Probably some of that formula wasn't there. But now I'm looking back on our conversations and realizing she has communicated boundaries with me and I push her because some of that formula wasn't there. I am thinking back. I don't think she expressed her emotions behind it. I think she said, please stop talking about that. Or she would just shift the conversation to a different way and she wouldn't explain why. And then I would always be like, no, we have to get deep. Let's keep talking. You just don't want to, you just want to stay shallow. I want to get deep. And because she didn't express her emotions and feelings behind it or her clear boundaries that she needed, I didn't know to respect her boundaries that she had because <laughs> she didn't communicate them. So I'm realizing a lot that that might be a big part of our relationship. That's another episode. <laughs> but if you don't communicate your boundaries, there's so much difficulty that could happen that could kind of frustrate a relationship. But mm-hmm. anyways... Yeah. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> and I think right now, since we are in such a volatile time, our boundaries are going to change every day. Like some days we might want to talk about something, some days we might not want to. And so it's important that we're very vocal with that and with how we're feeling and, and what we want to talk about. And this, is, again, is not just for right now. This is for always. But knowing your boundaries. And your boundaries can also include things like, I know that I'm going to exercise this time every day. It's really important to stick to a routine. So I'm going to have the boundary of not booking a phone call at that time. And it's okay to stick to that. And it's important to communicate and say, I would love to chat with you. But at 11 a.m., I am going to be working out. If I chat with you, that will compromise my ability to do that. So I prefer if we can talk at a later time so that I can be more focused on our conversation And that's totally fine, but just be clear with it because if you just say, oh, no, 
I don't want to talk today, then your other person is going to start wondering what they did wrong. And again, we're all in this heightened state of emotion right now that it's harder to perspective take in some ways. And so we're all thinking about ourselves and it's going to be a lot of effort to, to prior to think about the other person too. On the one hand, on the other hand, we're all going through a relatively similar experience. So that opens up the door for more perspective taking, but it's a balance. What you said earlier really resonated. The fact that our boundaries are going to change a lot right now. That was what I struggled with the most at the very beginning of this whole quarantining and sheltering in place when I had to communicate my boundary to you, Trisha, because I was struggling with the idea of, I've already created my boundaries, I've done it, I can't go back on what I've already said, or they can't change because my friends have always texted me during work and I've always responded, like, that is my boundary, I can't quote-unquote, I can't change it, but of course you can change it. Boundaries change all the time because situations change all the time. And so letting go of that guilt is so important because everyone's boundaries change all the time and it's important to communicate that and people will understand. So that was a huge part of why it was hard for me at first. Yeah, and remembering that this situation in particular is temporary, so maybe a few months from now during Molly's work hours, I can still text her. But also Mm -hmm. you don't want to think like, okay, let me just change my boundaries every day because then no one will know what to expect. So just make sure that you're communicating Mm. and making it clear and not just saying, well, this is my boundary today and that's my boundary tomorrow. It's really, you need to spend the time prioritizing and thinking about what you want to do. And these conversations aren't always easy. So save yourself the hassle of, sticking to what you tell people. And if you need to change, that's totally fine. But again, just make sure you vocalize that and don't expect people to just know because no one's a mind reader. Mm -hmm. I actually realized that my, my boundary of not texting during the work week has, I don't think I need it very much anymore because a lot of the work stuff has gotten smaller in my brain. Or maybe I'm just saying that today because today is going to be a pretty easy day. <laughs> but you have to also communicate when your boundaries are over. Like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. Like, I think I, we can text during the day now. So, but don't do it too much like Trisha said. But communicate when your boundaries don't have to be there anymore. Yeah. Or even just if, if you go against something that you said. Like if Molly texts me in the middle of her work day and I'm like, oh my gosh, but you said don't do this. You can say, give a disclaimer <laughs> and explain. Like, hey, today I have a really light day, so blah, 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 you know, and or Mm -hmm. after the fact, say, sorry, I didn't respond all day. I was dealing with X, Y, Z. Doesn't mean you can never text me again. Just means, you know, we're explaining (laughs) ourselves. And the whole point is just be vocal about where you're coming from and think about the other person as well. Mm -hmm. Life is fluid. We all have fluid boundaries and communicating where we're at is so important. So I'm glad we talked about this today. I think it was important and helped me, again, get in check with what I need to do for myself, boundary-wise. So I hope this helped other people, too. Yeah, so what is your takeaway? So my takeaway is to think of a stressor that's going on in your life right now. Listen to our other episode if you need to, but create a boundary for yourself. You can listen to the other episode if you need help with that. But then put it in that formula that Trish and I explained. So acknowledging the other person's feelings, 
stating your feelings and then clearly stating your boundary. Write it out. Then practice it. It's scary at first because it's this is all very vulnerable. You're sharing your emotions and it might not be accepted. This is, again, a time most likely it will be accepted, but it's a vulnerable thing. So practice makes things a lot less scary. Yeah. I'm going to – my takeaway is going to be – Similar to that, but just breaking it down a little bit further, spend some time really reflecting on the objective, unambiguous terms that you can set for yourself to make it easier for everyone, knowing that, of course, things can change, but in just in your general communication, if you notice yourself asking for, I just need a little more time, or that's stressing me out, be specific so that the other person knows what to expect and think about how much easier it is for you when you have a clear, clearly defined structure compared to, oh, so-and-so is just having a bad week, I guess I can't talk to her, and like think about where they're coming from and how you can put your needs into specific terminology. Perfect. Great. I'm excited about this. Let, let us know. Share with us what your phrase is and what your new boundary is. Let us know. You can email us, um, lostartofcommunication at gmail.com. You can message us on Instagram or just comment at lostartofcommunication, Twitter. And that's it. And rate and review us on our podcast. Thank you.